0: Deutsche Welle, learning by ear, listen up, shape your future. Hello,
1: hello everybody.
0: Today in our globalization series we are going to talk about organic farming and fair trade.
1: And we are heading for Burkina Faso, Africa's number one cotton producer
0: along with Mali. More precisely, we are heading for the province of Bazega, about 70 kilometers south of the capital, Ouagadougou. So, fasten your seatbelts, and let's get going!
2: Leaving from Wagadogo, it takes over two hours to reach the village of Gumzin. After a while, the ground gets hard, and it's difficult to travel by car, so the last part of the trip has to be on foot. All around us, the fields are dry. The harvest is over. Here in Gunzim, 127 cotton producers have set up the Lafi Labambu Cotton Cooperative. They've opted for organic farming, which means they've rejected chemical fertilizers in favor of more natural methods. Nikyema Matu is the president of La Fila
0: Bamboo. The first advantage of organic cotton farming has to do with our health. When we used to spray the fields with insecticides and pesticides, we might spend three days in bed because of the gases. We suffered a lot. In
2: Gunzim province, 57% of organic farmers are women. And Susan Zongrana is one of them. She welcomes organic farming, which not only guarantees product quality but has also contributed to female emancipation. <laughs> Women cultivate their
1: own fields so they don't have to depend on their husbands. If the husband sells his cotton and thinks about his wife, that's great. But if he refuses to give his wife some money, it's not a problem. Since the wife has her own field, she can live off her own work. She doesn't have to depend on her husband anymore and can make her own spending decisions.
2: So, in Gunzim, women have been the engines, the driving force behind organic farming. Women engines? That's funny. Can't you just be quiet?
1: Susan is explaining why women are so important. Men! We abandoned conventional cotton because the work was too hard for women. We women can't use chemicals for treating the cotton. (laughs) One man just said that his wife brought him to organic farming. In a lot of cases, it's the women who start off with the
2: organic farming and the husbands follow. Organic cotton costs more than conventional cotton. So even if their yields are lower, the producers have a guaranteed income. Nikiema Mato explains. <laughs>
0: If you produce one ton of conventional cotton and four or five hundred kilograms of organic cotton, you still make more with the organic cotton. With organic farming, you get what you sow and you don't have to give anything to the chemical companies. Back in
2: Ouagadougou. The Lafie Labombo Cooperative is linked to a Swiss NGO called Helvetas, which has an office in Wagadougou. Helvetas works with Burkina Faso's National Union of Cotton Producers, the UNPCB.
0: My name is Odrago Abdoulaye. I'm in charge of Helvetas, organic farming branch in Burkina Faso. We have a support program, program for
2: producers. This program provides small producers with more modern equipment. Helvetas also works with the German organization Hess Natur, which specializes in fair trade and organic farming.
0: We have long term contracts with our German partners such as Hess Natur, guaranteeing they will buy cotton. The program also supports social projects such as education for girls. Hess Natur supports education at every level of UNPCB production.
2: That's how Burkinese cotton gets to Germany. Once it's been made into clothes, Europeans who have probably never seen a cotton plant in their life wear Burkini's cotton.
0: This idea of organic farming is interesting. It means farmers have a guaranteed income while producing quality products. But in the report, we heard about cotton and fair trade. Basically, it's a form of alternative trade, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's an alternative to trade in the classic sense. The aim is to enable producers in poor countries to earn more money from selling their produce. How does fair trade work exactly? Farmers in developing countries first have to set up democratic and independent cooperatives. In the report, we heard about the Lafi La Bamboo Cooperative. Then, the producers have to come up with a common goal. That means they have to find a way that the whole community will benefit from the money they make from selling their produce. Not so easy. They can get help from NGOs or organisations such as Elevators, that we just heard about. Once they've been set up, the cooperatives are inspected. By who? By FLO, Fair Trade Labelling Organisations International, which makes sure the norms are respected.
0: Such as product quality, cultivation methods and the wages producers get?
1: Yes, and then FLO can decide to give the cooperative
0: the fair trade label. So, to get the certificate, farmers have to avoid the use of pesticides or chemical fertilisers? Careful now, fair
1: trade doesn't necessarily mean organic. Fair trade is mainly driven by social interests.
0: Does that mean small-scale producers are given guarantees?
1: Yes. The prices are fixed in advance, so the producers don't depend on the wild market. Fair trade also cuts out the middlemen, and the fewer stages there are from the production to sale, the
0: more money there is left for the farmer. That makes sense. But tell me, you just said sale. Where can I actually buy fair trade products? How can they be recognised? First, you have to remember that
1: fair trade products are still a niche product. In Germany, 2,500 products have the fair trade label. But to answer your question, they can be bought in specialised shops, which are often called world shops. And more and more you can get them in supermarkets. There's an international logo for identifying fair trade products.
0: From what I've heard, German MPs can even eat fair trade products in the parliament canteen in Berlin. Generally speaking though, fair trade products are more expensive
1: than the same products produced with conventional methods, up to about 15%
0: more. But fair trade fans would say that's the price to pay for higher ethics and to show solidarity.
2: That's all for today from us at Learning by Ear. Thank you for listening to this program about globalization, organic farming and fair trade. A Deutsche Welle program produced by Yaya Bodani and Sondrine Blanchard. To find out more or listen to the program again, go to our website at wwwdw lbe Goodbye for now and don't forget to tune in next time.